It's going to be a good episode of the show. I, I'm feeling it in my bones. You know why it's going to be a good episode of the show? Why? I'll tell you why. Well, for one thing, I'm your host, Chris, from Brooklyn. And I'm joined by my stalwart producer. Still here, Mike. I appreciate you. What is the definition of stalwart? Can you look up the definition of stalwart for me? Uh, there was loyalty was in there. Yeah. So you're still here. Yeah, still here. I'm very glad to know that. Mm-hmm. Now, loyal, reliable, and hardworking. Yes. Yeah, so my stalwart producer, Mike Harrington, is uh-huh. here. Michael K. Harrington nailed it. Um, no, I showed you my ID. Yeah, I uh, have stolen your debit card. Um, <laughs> you do have my debit card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you prick. It's only thirty-three dollars on it. I'm very disappointed it's in you. Thirty-two Mike. now, Michael K. Um, now, I'm a little upset. Starting off, we'll get we'll get to some. There's some fun stuff happening. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I told you after the show, we found out last week on the show that your number one dream in life was to become a slam poet on deaf poetry, a show that no longer exists. <laughs> this is like if you met somebody who really wanted to be a roast battle champion today. Or what is it? What is another thing? You met somebody who wanted uh, to be a professional eater. Now I found my debit card. It was in my hat. Yeah, <laughs> very stalwart. To I was that. walking around with the, like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, uh, I'm the Mad Hatter right now because you were supposed to. After off air, I said you're going to write a slam poem and perform it on the show next week. Mm-hmm. Do you have a slam poem, Mike? No, absolutely not. Why do you not have a slam poem for the show, Mike? Because I'd like to remind you of something I said on air last week. What's that? If I was fucking nice with that, people st- finally start respecting me around here, you know, for my comedy. <laughs> for your comedy? Exactly. Ugh. Chris, I quit. I quit last week, Chris. I quit, and you promised me... That was a bit. <laughs> it wasn't a bit for me, right? I quit. You promised me... Right, that if I came back, that if I remained your stalwart producer, loyal, hardworking, uh-huh. and all that other shit, uh-huh. right, you would buy me Dogecoin. Look, here's the thing about Dogecoin, and it's fucking through the roof. If you don't know what Dogecoin is, Dogecoin is a meme-based cryptocurrency that until fucking six hours ago was under a penny. Now it's I talked to fucking Luke Travis, who's a friend of ours. That motherfucker's made thousands of dollars today. I'm furious. Uh, I, I like did, it because tr- it has a dog on it. I know that's why you <laughs> like it. It has a picture of a dog on it. I try. I think I'm pretty sure I bought a bunch of Dogecoin in like 2010 in on Bittrex. I'm locked out of my Bittrex account, so I'm sitting here for because I haven't used it since 2010. I bought. I believe I bought. If, I, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Monocoin, Blackcoin. And Dogecoin. Can you look up? So Dogecoin is around seven cents right now. When I bought it, it was probably a hundredth of a cent. I think I maybe bought a dollar's worth. Yeah, uh, Dogecoin is currently at uh, six cents. Six cents. Oh, six point two two. Oh, six point one five. It's very volatile. Yeah, it's very volatile. That's fine. Can you look up Black Coin and Mono Coin? I believe I bought both of those things too. I I I set up for Bittrex to buy a bunch of dumb altcoins as a bit for high society, and then. The crypto market crashed, and I forgot about it. And then you said you wanted Dogecoin. So I was like, all right, I'll just come in and access my Bittrex account, and I'll say that half of the Dogecoin in here is Mike's. Okay, Blackcoin is uh, 
Is it zero? Oh wait, no, no. It's at four uh four cents, four four point six cents. That's probably fine. I feel like I probably bought it at around a nickel, so it's probably about the same about the same amount. Okay. Monero, what is that at? Mono monocoin? Yeah. Monocoin? Uh one point five eight. Dollars? Yeah. I I think I probably bought that under a dollar. I don't remember. Like I said, it was a long time ago. I might not have even bought Monocoin. I'm pretty sure I bought Blackcoin, and I'm almost positive I bought Dogecoin. Did you buy Blackcoin? Is that a thing? I don't know, dude. I, I'd imagine. If Blackcoin's a thing, Blackcoin should be a thing. Mm. You know? Mm. You think those guys ask the girls to hold a quarter <laughs> when they're done? It seems rude. <laughs> They've just provided a service. But look, Mike, I tried, so I'm locked out of my Bittrex account, right? Which at the time, when I, I'm pretty sure, I think I bought Dogecoin while I was drunk once. Uh, I have bought and sold Bitcoin before, but I do that on Coinbase, which is very simple to use. It's not one of these fucking wonky, weird sites. Uh, It's the respectable site to do this, even though the fees are a little high. Uh, I have a Gemini account, which I wasn't locked out of, but again, I can easily buy and sell anything but Dogecoin on there. I now, on my phone, so so Coinbase, you can trade your Bitcoin for Dogecoin, right? Yeah. But not, so I had, I had cashed out all my Bitcoin, uh, but you cannot, I bought more Bitcoin on the desktop site on my fucking uh, Chromebook that's sitting in front of me, so I could trade it for Dogecoin. You can't do that. On uh, the website. You have to do it on the wallet for your phone. So I downloaded the wallet, but because I had just transferred money in from my bank, they wouldn't let me use the wallet. You can only transfer the Bitcoin that you have in your, in your fucking account. It takes a day to get it to the wallet. So I could do that. I'm fucking... I downloaded a Dogecoin wallet. I called Luke and I go, can you sell me some Dogecoin? Mm. Could you please... Sell me. I put it in the Discord. The fucking High Society Radio Discord went silent. When I was like, somebody send me some Dogecoin. I'll Venmo you. Silent. Nobody? No. Luke was like, I don't know how to do that. Well, I mean, I have a Robinhood app. Can you just send it there? Uh, ask him. Text him. Mm. Tell him I'll Venmo him 50 bucks right now. All right. But you just downloaded a Robinhood app, right? Yeah. You probably can't do anything with it yet. Yeah, I mean, I got to get verified before I can buy anything. But I told them to put a dollar for my bank in there, which is the minimum that they needed to do. All right. You ask him. I'm tr- I try to get you the fucking Dogecoin is my goddamn point. Right. Are you unquit? I mean. I gave you some Adderall. You know, let's see. Let's see what happens here, right? If I have a Dogecoin by next week, you might have a slam poem. One Dogecoin? Well, I mean, if I, I would like 250 Dogecoin for my slam poem. Fine. <laughs> but I want the hand jobbiest. And by that, you, your definition of good. Because <laughs> you are slam poetry aficionado. And if there was ever anything. It was worth spending a meme cryptocurrency on. <laughs> it is a fucking white guy with shoulder hair doing slam poetry. <laughs> you, you refuse to wear sleeves ever since you lost weight. You're not Diesel. Look, if Matt Barron can get away with it, why He's can't He's not I? getting away with it. 
For anybody who doesn't know who Matt Marin is, because why would you, <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I know. I mean, I know Aaron, who listens to the show, is a big Comedy Fight Club fan, so she'll get a kick out of mm-hmm. this. Ugh. It's not working for you, Mike. The sleeves are... But all I'm saying is you're wearing sweatpants and a sleeveless shirt. I have jeans. You mostly wear sweatpants. And the, the tapered sweatpants that are like the cool guy jogging pants ever since you lost weight. Mm. And you're wearing a fucking scully all the time. You look like a real fucking slam poet. I'll be honest. You're fucking pulling it off. You're pulling off slam poet. And if I am going to spend a joke currency on something... I'm gonna buy a slam poem for me, and it, but it bet it it better be good. Makes sense. I'm gonna give you a down payment of Dogecoin, and then I want the I want to hear the slam poem. I will critique it, and we'll determine whether or not it's worth the rest of the Dogecoin. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Are you back to work now? Uh. So wait. What is my down payment of Doge? Because two fifty is the number I'm looking. One hundred and twenty-five will be the down payment. That is what you get. Regardless, just as long as they show up here with a poem ready. with a poem ready to go, I will then critique your poem, and it has to be the worst thing, most hand jobbiest white guy writing slam poetry thing. Okay, it's got. I what honestly, if- it, it's got a seamlessly like if we added. I'm going to have another producer in here, and so at some point while you're talking, they're <laughs> going to add a bed of. I'm going to have Frank in here, and I'm going to have him. At some point while you're reading the poem, a random point, he is going to add drums, bongo drums, lightly, uh-huh. and it has to be seamless. It has to fucking go, because that's that's the mark of a good slam poem. You At any given time, if you start slam poeming, at any given time, is it called slamming? Yeah. Okay, if you start slamming, at any given time during your slam, bongo drums should just be able to start... And it shouldn't sound weird. And it shouldn't even affect the slammer. Are you playing Pogs? <laughs> Look, it's got to be... So it's got to be something that you would think is good. You can't half-ass this. Yeah, I mean, here's my question, right? What if I do such a good job that you're like, man, that's just not hand jobby enough? There's no like, way too good I could ever hear... Poem. Are you going to perform it the way people perform slam? Because right. it's really not even what they say in slam poetry. But it's like... It's the it's the way their shoulders just pull up a random YouTube video, and I understand that at this point we've spent a half hour of me <laughs> complaining about how much I hate slam poetry, <laughs> but I don't want it to be from Deaf Poetry Jam. Find a random slam poetry video on YouTube, and I just and it has to be a man. I'm gonna say a thin man, and I want will examine the way their shoulders move as they do slam poetry, and I will explain to you why it is the fucking worst art form known to man. Here we go. This time, tell depression, good game, I almost had you, motherfucker. Tell the psychiatrist, the medicine ain't working. This, just, this is just, you just had this ready to go? Final bed, a last pair of arms, a wooden womb of you see how, as he speaks, his shoulders go up and down, up and down. That's how my father used to make fun of just anybody who was dancing. <laughs> he used to do this. And then call them a fucking mo. And that'd be that. (laughs) Don't follow me. Tell Mobile Crisis Cleveland they are a sorry bunch of entitled assholes. Tell my ex-boyfriends to whisper my name.
Now they know the sound of a dodged bullet. Tell the police I always leave the door unlocked. Tell them I won't bother them again. Tell them I'm fine. I don't need to go. Hold on, pause this. I, I, get to take I don't want to watch any more of it, but um, whisp he said, tell whisper my ex-boyfriends my name. Now they or no, tell my ex-boyfriends to whisper my name. Now, now they know the sound of a dodged bullet. All right, I wasn't really paying attention. Did that gentleman have AIDS? I think so. He had that Batman Forevers. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? I don't. I don't know. And like I said, I don't want to hear any more of that. Now, find me the first video when you scroll YouTube for slam poetry. Find me the first video of a skinny white man doing slam poetry. You're not skinny. I don't want you to think you are, but I know you think you're skinny, so I know you will perform this like a skinny man. Oh, I am for sure skinny. You, what, how much do you weigh? Uh, 175 pounds. 175 pounds. We'll yeah. put this into a BMI calculator. <laughs> you're going to say I'm 5'3". What are you, 5'2"? You fucking prick. I fucking... Lev called me 5'2 and balding on Real Life Podcast the other day, and now I want to hit him. I want to hit him so bad, Chris. I thought you did hit him. Yeah, I hit him a bunch, but, you know, we didn't get to film all of it. And, okay, uh, so I will let you... Rep how, how tall are you? 5'9". All right, so we're going to say 5'7". All right. It's, I'm actually... I tell people I'm 5'10". I was being honest for once. God damn it. I'm like 5'9 right, and a half. I'm putting 5'8". <laughs> you fucking prick. How much did you say you weighed? 175. Okay, your weight. 175. Com <laughs> compute BMI. Uh-huh. 26.6. I believe that is overweight. No, 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 no. That's, that's, BMI is broken. Everybody knows that. I'm skinny. First of all, I took an inch off your height. That should have helped. No. It's the other way. The taller you are. I'll go to 2.59. I'll go to 5.9 here. Bro, BMI is broken any way you slice it. Uh, they promote No, it unhealthy... made your BMI. Oh, no. Hold on. They promote unhealthy body standards and uh, whatever, dude. It's fucking. Are you saying that you're the rock here? I'm saying that's the that's the argument that everybody always gives. What? You know, the rock would be obese. You're still overweight according to the fuck, even if you're at five nine. Okay. According to BMI. Whatever, yo. I'm fucking I'm a I'm a I'm a prize fighter now, so is what it is. Doggy. Okay. Now find me this video of Oh, I got it already. Come on. Oh, oh my god, this gentleman's teeth. I'm sixty one. Grin said I'm fifty nine. Today I've had a really nice time, so tomorrow if you wanted you could come over to mine. She said, now, Pause this. I love talking to someone just as quirky. Do you notice his shoulders, Mike? <laughs> Do you notice? <laughs> Dude, I paused it on the shoulders up in full fucking scarecrow mode, too. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Let's, uh, let's take another look at the shoulders. She agreed to this. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. He bobbed back and forth, Mike. As I do this thing. Uh, people who are listening to the audio can hear my shoulders going like a William Shatner dickhead. Distinctiveness made them better. Oh, yes. It needs to be this hand jobby because this guy thinks this is great, and I bet you do too. Yeah. Pause. I looked a bit shifty. He blushed. Slam poetry stinks. You're a hater. Moving on. So obviously, we were talking about the Dogecoin thing. That is part of Game Stonks. I don't know what this is officially being called. I like it. Um, it's the entire uh, Wall Street. Reddit.com slash r slash Wall Street bets. Uh, 
these gentlemen have won. Uh, as of right now, we talked about it on High Society this week. Uh, we then, me and Stanley, had to do an update the next morning to add to the episode because so much had happened in a day. Um, it's uh, it's been an interesting. It's been an interesting. Dogecoin is the cryptocurrency that they've chosen to pump up. Along with GameStop, I mean, I'm sure anybody who's this is coming out on Tuesday, I'm sure anybody who's listening to this knows what the fuck we're talking about. I won't get too deep into it, just because I'm sure a lot of this information will be outdated by Tuesday. But um, it's uh, Elon Musk is uh, was tweeting about Dogecoin. That's why it went up. GameStop, uh, they paused the trading. Here's some crazy shit, though. Everybody in the beginning of today, as uh, as we're recording this on Thursday. Um, thought that this was all going to go, like, let's say, as go, going in today, as we recorded High Society last night, we all thought that this was going to be over. Wow. That at some point, the government was going to step in and fuck over the little guy. Whereas instead, Ted Cruz and AOC agreed on something. And then, here's what's funny. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, tweeted something out about how it was awful and this and that, which I thought was hysterical to see uh, AOC on the side of a subreddit whose logo is a cartoon version of Donald Trump. Balling out. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, it, it, it got my dick a little hard. I'm not even going to lie because I just... It's been so long since the country's been unified, Mike. You know? <laughs> it's been so, so long. Uh, and then Ted Cruz re- quote tweeted it and wrote this, which just more and more of a hand job that guy is every day. Mm-hmm. Or was something, or like with an arrow pointing down. Yeah, I think it was the 100% agree. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then she tweeted uh, about three weeks ago, you tried to have me murdered. Which, I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah. Look, I agree he is the Zodiac Killer. So she's probably right. This is the first this is the first and second time I've ever agreed with AOC. Um, so then she writes, uh, yeah, so after that at some point she wrote. Um, I'm trying to find her quote tweet on that. Yeah, she, didn't, you have me, didn't you try to have me killed three weeks ago? Which, I mean, that's a little bit of, I mean, whatever, just like a woman. Right. To exaggerate, you know? Yeah. It's just, he didn't try to have you killed. He did something that almost led to you, like, almost kind of, look, first of all, I didn't see the, like, I don't know who the fuck they got out of the fucking that room first, but let's put it this way. We all know that they, like, those fucking cops got the fucking hot, the hot young congresswoman out of there faster than anybody else. Of course. They pushed over Nancy Pelosi to get her out. Right. By the way, that's who I want to talk about right now is Pelosi, because this bitch let me point out what she was quoted as saying. She was very surprisingly quiet on the GameStop thing. And um, a great... Oh, here's qu- the. Do you want the AOC quote? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, I'm happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can sit this one out. Happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help, then you can resign. Um, this is a little... It's a little overdramatic. Yeah. Like, he didn't try to have you kill. It's not all about you, lady. I mean, look. I think any woman that goes by Alexandria. Your name's Alex, bitch. Like, fucking relax. We have a friend named Alexandria. What the fuck do we call her? 
Alex? There you go! First of all, isn't that better for your fucking far progressive shit? It's a super gender ambiguous name, Alexandria. Also, to be fair, uh, I think... Every- she should go as Andrandria mm-hmm. and cut her hair short. I like it. Everybody else, I think, in Alex's life calls her Alexandria. You mean her mom? Yeah. Like her mom, her friends from like growing up and shit. All right, fine. But I'm just saying it's a little it's a little excessive. I agree. Let me find this thing from Nancy Pelosi was quoted as a It's very interesting. We'll all be reviewing it. She refused to comment on it because she doesn't know how the winds are blowing. Uh I don't know if we've talked about it on this show, but I've definitely mentioned it elsewhere. Remember um uh, when Nancy Pelosi was commenting on um, insider trading at the beginning of the pandemic, and she was very mad at several congressmen that did it. Yeah, I mean, the, the Republican ones. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those laws that they were talking about, that those co- congressmen may have violated, only exist because of Nancy Pelosi. Is that fa- is that true? Yes. Uh, under the Obama administration, uh, when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House, she held up multiple votes for legislation to regulate credit card companies so her and her husband could dump massive amounts of stock before the laws went through. And she's also, um, you can look, actually just Google News, Nancy Pelosi right now, uh, and stocks. She is uh, under suspicion right now for some other insider trading uh, with a different thing. She's a fucking, that bitch dirty. Like, like Uh. she is a fucking greaseball, Nancy Pelosi. She has disclosed stock has disclosed stock options in Tesla, Disney, and Apple. That's what it is. She it's the it's the Tesla thing. She bought a bunch of call options, so she's betting on fucking. Uh, she's be, she's betting on margin that fucking Tesla's going to go up further, as the Biden administration is passing massive, massive fucking electric vehicle legislation. Hmm. She's privy to the way the law is written before it goes into effect. She's mm-hmm. the Speaker of the House. She's the top-ranking Democrat. No, no, she's the second because yeah. McConnell's out. Um, but still, she's well, the top-ranking Democrat in the House. Wait, McConnell? What did McConnell have to do? No, he's just out. They haven't appointed whoever's going to be the majority leader. The Democrats are the majority in the in the Senate now. Okay. So he's not out as a senator. He's just not the majority leader because the Republicans are the majority. The Republicans are the... The Democrats are now the majority in both houses. Oh, I get what you're saying. So there's going to be a majority leader in the Senate now. And it'll be a a different person. It'll be a Democrat. Okay. I don't remember who it was. Why doesn't the minority leader of the the Senate become the majority leader? I I don't know. Maybe they will. I I don't know how it works. I Mm. really don't know. I guess I should know. I feel like there's so, you know, you know, this is the thing. There's probably one person who knows that who's furious at me for not knowing that, especially considering how cocky I've been talking for the last few minutes about all these things. Sure. Except I couldn't buy fucking Dogecoin, so you probably shouldn't be listening to me. You are pretty dumb. Fuck um, you. <laughs> the, uh, so I saw it today. You yeah. think slam poetry is good? Yeah. Because I'm smart like that. You just, I can understand. You just wish your shoulders move like that. Slam. Because you knew you'd be a better, you know you'd be a better fighter if you get your shoulders that loose. Mm, yeah. Uh, so I was reading today, yeah, that they're like Congress said that our GM said that they're going to switch to all electric vehicles. 
they're only going to sell electric passenger vehicles by 2035? Um, GM said that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lie. Why? Every time a company says that, or even a country, Sweden said they'll be all electric by 2023, didn't they? I'll bet anybody all of Mike's Dogecoin that that doesn't happen. I mean, dude, that Dogecoin is going to be worth something soon, doggy. Yeah, GM to go all electric for 2035, phase out gas and diesel engines. GM will sell only zero emission vehicles by 2035. Oh, 2035. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty lofty, but a zero emission vehicle isn't necessarily electric. Uh, Biden announced on Monday that he would be replacing the entire fleet of 645 federal vehicles with electric ones. So, Mm. yeah. If you know that 645 new electric cars... When is this by? It doesn't say. What's what's the fleet? Uh, I don't know. Place the entire federal fleet. So it's uh, probably buses and shit. Owned by the federal government. Um, no, I'm assuming that means you like... You said 635? 1,000, yeah. 630. Yeah, there you go. So who's the only company ready to do that right now? It's probably Tesla. The only, first of all, they're going to want to go with a U.S. made company. Ooh, more than 225,000 belong to U.S. Postal Service. So, meaning all those and 170,000 of those. So, those are trucks. To military agencies. Those are trucks. Seems that way. Did we talk about the, oh no, the, there's a GM fully electric truck that they actually just debuted. So, there's a good chance that'll go to GM. Um, it was a bus. So, some of those might go to that. I, they could do, they could definitely replace the small postal trucks about with the, that. The electric Hummer? No. Um, that was the Auto Blow 2. Remember, they sponsored <laughs> Gas Digital for a while. Um, no, no, no. They just put out, I forget what it's called. Uh, some fucking lame fucking GM just debuted an all electric transport van. Um, but yeah, I, I, what, what was the date again? When did they say this was bu- would be by? Uh, for the, um, for for the replacement of the federal fleet does not give a date on here. Oh, yeah. So never. Mm. That means fucking never. That means we wrote a thing down, and you're all gonna be real happy that we wrote it down, and uh, we're gonna spend a bunch of money to inquire on how to do it, and then it won't happen. That's what that means. Mm. But. I want to talk a little bit more about um, some of this uh, GameStop stuff. And here's what's interesting about it with me. And I was talking about, we talked about it on High Society. It's such a funny thing. Um, people, I, I feel like I'm almost anno- I almost annoy people when I talk about some of these, like with the Capitol building and uh, with this, I've been, I've been tweeting a lot about this because it's so funny to me. Is this entire situation with GameStop and all this is hilarious to you, correct, Mike? Of course. All right. So it's been so funny to me for the last couple of days. Like, we, I, I had a buddy call me and say that I was downplaying what happened at the Capitol building. And I was like, I don't think you understand how hilarious <laughs> fucking insanity is to me. Especially, we live in a first world country. Right. Nothing ever feels dangerous. No. Like that's why when the like when the riots were happening in the city and I was upstate, I was like, I got I looked at my chick and I was like, I gotta go home. I need to feel fucking chaos. You get what I mean? 
Yeah, you're you're a sick fuck. I get it. Yeah, I I don't even think I am a sick fuck, but I I I love so in 2008 when the stock market crashed and all that shit. My first thought was, good, finally we'll start killing some of these Wall Street guys. Mm. Right? Yeah. And we didn't, and that was sad. Yeah, it was pretty lame. It was fucking whack of all of us. <sighs> this is happening, and now all of a sudden, everybody's like, yeah, fuck these Wall Street guys. It's like that video we were watching. We were watching that video about the Joker in films over the years, mm -hmm. and they got to the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, and they were like, yeah, people nowadays, whether it's true or not, and I... Honestly, I tend to believe that things have gotten better, even with like pre-COVID particularly, but it was this sense of like everything's getting worse and we are powerless and this and that. And so now this happens. This is just the fucking Joker. These guys are all the Joker. Well, I mean, if they hold. They're going to hold. You think? The couple of people. I bought more today. Did you really? As soon as I woke up and was like, I should probably buy more GameStop. And I had lost money since last night. And I was like, fuck it. And I bought more as soon as fucking... So um, Robinhood suspended trading on those things. Well, yeah, app, you couldn't buy anymore, but you could still sell it. Uh, you still sell it on Robinhood. Uh, TD Ameritrade, which is what I use... Because um, you're a grown-up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've just been doing this for a long time. I didn't just start trading. Um, so my T TD Ameritrade, anytime... And I, who verified it, TD is a Canadian bank... I hit up Danny Polishuk, who we know is a Canadian guy who's into finance. And he goes, I, I, he, on Twitter, he was just like, this is how, I was like, yo, my TD account, I just reply, he, I go, my TD account conveniently will not allow me to buy any of these stocks, but I can buy Palantir. And he's like, oh, I'm well aware. What like, is so any of the stocks in this whole thing, no key, it would just freeze and give you an error message. It would say, oh, the system is. And then it would log you out, and it would take you forever to log back in. And then as soon as you could log back in, as soon as these tweets started coming out from government officials, all of a sudden Robinhood allowed trading again. And, well, first TD all of a sudden magically worked. <laughs> magically worked. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll buy some. I think those shares are a little better than they had been when I bought them because that shit was all over the fucking place. Um... Yeah, it's just, it's a fucking beautiful, beautiful fucking thing. I'm telling you this right now. Uh, me and Chris Stanley are closer than we've been in years. Yeah. Between these two events, between the riot at the Capitol and fucking, and uh, and this, I we have, we're just talking, we, honestly, we've been talking all day like it's high school. <laughs> like we're hanging out on a day, on a day trip in high school. Like literally all day, we're like, this is the best day ever. Like, and like, not that much skin in the game. Just love seeing people not know what's going on. <laughs> like, just both so happy. I'm so, Mike, this shit, I don't know why it makes me. Because you're so, a couple of men who like to watch the world burn. So, but nobody's dying. At the Capitol, five people died. Big fucking deal. Who cares? No, the world isn't burning. A bunch of bullshit just got exposed. Yeah, that's all all of this was. And I'll tell you, you know what this has to do that's similar. We're talking about the Joker thing and the capital thing. And I've kind of been saying this a little bit. Um, and I I think the way I want to, I've been wanting to articulate this is like. It's tr like people are so mad. There are people I have like a buddy who's 
pretty heavily invested in this and stands to make a lot of money. And he could just sell right now and still make a ton of money. But he's like, nah, fuck it. I'm holding. I'm fucking holding. Like, I fuck these guys. Let's see how this goes. And it's like, they did something on the Hill about it. And um, that girl, Crystal, was just like, she's like, yeah, there's just a point where there's that old experiment where, um, you know, they give two people and they say, you can den- you can take 50%, but you might deny this person. People pretty much want a 70-30 split on things. Like, you know that old uh, psychological experiment where they give, like, so let's say me and you are in a, you're in a room and I'm in a room. And they're like, you, you have this much money, you pick how to divide it. So the other you, the other person doesn't know. Like so, if they they say you have ten dollars, Chris. Now Mike's in the other room. You just give him an amount of money, and he, if he says no, neither of you get anything. You have ten dollars to divide between the two of you. He doesn't know how much we've given you to divide. If the number's too low, you'll automatically reject it very often because you're like fuck that guy. Because ten dollars isn't enough skin, regardless. But that's just the experiment. You won't take a dollar. Because you'll be like, that guy's fucking me. Right. That's kind of where we are with this. All of these people that bought, or at least a large amount of these people that bought into this, it's not going to feel good to lose. The money I have invested, and it's not that much. Uh, To be fair, it's a few thousand dollars. It's, It's a lot of money. It'll hurt. It'll suck if that goes to zero. That will suck dicks. Um, However... It was worth it to feel like I was making some people uncomfortable for a while. <laughs> okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, that money that I spent to do that, to know that I was a part of squeezing a bunch of fucking assholes who have been fucking manipulating the goddamn market for their entire life. And these same people, by the way, are on the news. These are guys who are always like, these are the guys who are always libertarians until something fucks them. You know what I mean? And here's the thing be libertarian. But if you're a libertarian, don't take the fucking bailout because that's going to because you're the big money guys. Right. So you take the bailout knowing it comes with more regulation. But, you know, you're the big money guy. So, you know, you're going to be the first person to to be able to devote the resources to circumventing the regulations. And that's how it always goes. Right. Mm. They're the first ones. They take the bailouts. Then the regulations get passed. Right. Then they have all the money to circumvent the regulations. Then the lobbyists are just going, hey, look, we're just circumventing these regulations anyway. Let's roll these back. Then they start rolling back the regulations. Then these same assholes start doing shit like this again. And then fucking tank fucking stocks. They tank the market again. And then we bail them out again. And then the whole shit starts over again. This is what always fucking happens. And look, here's the fucking crazy shit is watching all these apologist shows. And we talk about... I'm. One of my main sources of news is the PBS News Hour. We talk about that on the show all the time, right? And I sent you a clip from last night's episode with a reporter who I always respected, who I actually, I'll check again. I reached out to the to the reporter from PBS, and I was like, hey, man, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. I know I'm a nobody, but to be fair, he's only got 1,000 followers on Instagram. Is William Brangham is the guy's name. And I was like, hey, just going to throw this out there. Always thought you were a guy with integrity. I'm about to rip apart what you did on the fucking news last night. Is there any chance you'd want to give me a comment? He's read the fucking thing. No comment. Um, Just let everybody know that's W. Brangham. uh, W-B-R-A-N-G-H-A-M. If you want to go DM him and tell him to DM Chris back, 
and come yeah. on the show. Tell him, ho- tell him holler at your boy. Yeah. Uh, but so I sent a clip. It's him in tell a New York Times. Tell him to stop Times. being a stooge for these fucking... Andrew Sorkin um, from the Times. Uh, and this is what they had to say about what's going on. And let's just take a look. So just so I understand this, these smaller traders seem to know that the bigger hedge funds had these basically short selling options on these companies. And they, the bigger investors were hoping the stock prices would go down. They're reversing that trend and driving the stock up. How does that, that reversal of fortune hurt the bigger investors? Well, in truth, it hurts the bigger investors in so much as the hedge funds lose money. In one case, a big hedge fund has now lost several billion dollars and good. needed to be rescued as a result of not this. Not good. But what I'm not sure rescued by other hedge the, funds. The quote so, protesters good. Yeah. that are that are doing this fully appreciate is that hedge funds are managing the money of pensioners. So when you really think about who's lost, at least thus far in this, and it shouldn't be considered a game in this winning and losing way, but so far it, the hedge funds have lost, the Wall Street hedge funds have lost but they have effectively lost uh, pensioners' money. There has been this talk, as you well know, for years about whether or not day traders are actually Pause right consequential here. in the market. And Mike, I'm pretty, I'm pretty nice to people I interview. You can go back and listen to people I interview. Um, I try to let them go. I try, not to, I try to steer away from things that I find fucking dicey. There is no fucking way. And even if it meant somebody would fucking hang up on me, I would fucking pivot. I would literally stop and go, but should the hedge, like, how do you not stop and go, wait a second. You're telling me it's okay that hedge funds, professional fucking stock pickers, managers of accounts, a pension is supposed to be a fairly safe investment. You're investing in short sales of a company. Uh, now, let me break this out down there. GameStop was leveraged. There were more shorts bought than stocks made publicly available. So the only way they could actually make money on those shorts is if the fucking company fucking tanked. Huh. That's the only way. So think about that. First of all, this is legal, what is happening with them being squeezed. It's happened before with Volkswagen. This is completely legal, what's happening. So they knew this, and it's happened before. So they know this is a fucking possibility. And they've been doubling down on their fucking shorts. So if you're investing pension funds, and you're supposed to be investing them safely and wisely, because you're a fucking hedge fund and you're the person trusted to do that, I'd imagine you have at least one CFA on your fucking board. Uh, You're a fucking asshole. How do you not... You're a reporter for PBS News and you don't stop a guy and go, yeah, 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 can we run that fucking back? It's some assholes on the internet's fault that some professionals didn't... No, not to fucking gamble Nana's fucking rice money. I don't know why it's rice. It would be Abuela's rice money. Fuck, whatever. You get it. I was thinking of that old... You ever see that old commercial where the lady eats cat food and it was a Meals on Wheels commercial? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of. You fucking... Gam- now Nana's got to eat cat food. Melvin Capital. 
She could have had liverwurst, which I'm sure Nana likes, and it's very similar to cat food. It's a little pricier, and I I say a little tastier. I, I never had cat food, wet cat food, but when it gets on my fingers, it's pretty brutal. It's gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. But I'm saying William Brangham thought the guy had integrity. How do you? I, I'm mad that I've been telling people I've been getting on this show pretty often and saying PBS NewsHour is a good source of information. Now I feel like the only people I can trust is fucking lo- crazy people on the internet. The good people of Dogecoin. Yeah. What's that guy's name who invented Dogecoin? We should try to get him on the show. I mean... I think I reached out to him a long time ago to come on HSR, and he said no. Why? Or he just didn't get back to me. Marcus something? Um, Billy Marcus and Jackson. Billy Palmer. Marcus. I reached out to Billy Marcus, and that he never sounds, got back to me. That sounds suspiciously like Mr. Firefest. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Billy... Damn, dude, I watched two documentaries on that guy's life, and I can't remember his fucking... Yeah, Billy McFarlane. Oh, yeah. Because he's that much of a fucking loser. Uh, dude, shout out to you with the... Uh... Oh, dude, Billy McFarland, his fucking in parentheses on Wikipedia, it just says fraudster. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, that is pretty fucking great. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, your, your thing about, you know, who cares about what job Rule has to say at a time like this? Oh, yeah. I, I don't, that wasn't me. I think I just found that, and then I told Stanley to edit it into the front of the video. Hmm. That was the top comment on... Uh, uh, ja Rule tweeted about this, and the top comment was somebody cutting out from Dave Chappelle's special. Who gives a fuck what Ja Rule has to say at a time like this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I guess we can, we can move on. I just wanted to reference the uh, tweet. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on then. I do want to talk about very briefly. Um, I got suspended from Twitter this week. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. What's that all about? Um, I was tweeting about uh Joe Biden's Rolex. Um, you look look up Joe Biden's Rolex. Some stuff should come up. So Joe Biden has a perpetual date Rolex. It's a seven thousand dollar Rolex, and um. <clears throat> I think it was Esquire, somebody tweeted out, uh, somebody posted an article that said, uh, Joe Biden's Rolex and the myth of the everyman president. And they outline how, yeah. Um, first, they outline how uh, before Kennedy wore a Rolex, obviously Trump wore some fucking ridiculous watches. Um, but Obama, Clinton, and the, both Bushes all wore like Timexes. I think... Uh, Obama famously wore a Shinola. They're the Detroit-founded uh, watchmaking company, although a lot of their parts come from China. They're kind of, you know, whatever. I, they're good. They, they, make, they actually make nice watches. Um, yeah, the farce of the everyman president. And they kind of talk about how, like, the, a lot of these presidents are these kind of, um, the kind of rich people who, you know, kick a gutter to scuff their sneakers. You know what I mean? Mm. To, you, know, you know the kind of kids I'm talking about? The kind of kids who are who are intentionally scuffing up their nice stuff so they can act like they don't care that their parents have money. No, I don't know those kids. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you grow up in New York City, you end up meeting a couple of people like that. Um, Like maybe a kid who currently has a Netflix show? I didn't say that. (laughs) If I was to guess, though. No, there's no way that kid doesn't have crispy-ass sneakers. That's fair. 
Um, no, but there's like, you know, there's like kids who wear like ratty hoodies. I, I, this kid I went to junior high school with was a nice kid. Just like, kind, you know, always like, yeah, the ratty hoodie, the, the worn out clothes. I went to his house once and I was like, yo, Jeff, your parents just own an apartment building that just your family lives in. It was like a brownstone, but it was like wow. decked out to be like apartments. And I was like, gee, I was like, your family just owns, you just live in an apartment building with just your parents? Did I've, he have his own apartment? Yeah. That's we were dope. fucking 12. It was That's crazy. Pretty fucking dope. Yeah. That kid must throw the best parties now. Yeah, like later on. I think he got really weird. He was like a professional poker player for a while. There was a kid. I don't know. He got weird. He, I want to hang out with this dude. Yeah, it sounds like the kind of guy you would hang out with. Um, but um, so I, I, I got on there and I was talking about it, and I just, I just thought it was fucking funny. I was like, "Oh, fucking Joey Business can't spring for the presidente," and I just hashtag not my president. Mm-hmm. And then I think I said, uh, "It's like Hunter sent up all those meetings for him in China for nothing." Very tongue in cheek. Very much for anybody who knows me. Knows, I mean, we fucking watched Hunter Biden get jerked off on this show. That was pretty dope. Yeah, Hunter Biden called in. It was talking about Coke. Remember that? Yeah, he was a man. Yeah, totally wasn't Robbie Goodwin. No. It was just Hunter Biden Our talking about- close personal friend. Hunter Biden. Yeah. Who I fucking bro down with now. Just quarantine. To- you know, I He's in my very close circle. Yeah. It's me, my girlfriend, him, Skeletor, and like three other people. That's my, that's my quarantine- Pod, um, but so no fucking just a very some random chick, uh, found that tweet and was like, uh, I think it was like uh, it seemed like it might have been a young chick, a young girl, uh, but like found the tweet and was just like, you know that was his dead son's watch. Why are you spreading lies and propaganda? And I was like. Lady, first of all, I think it's hilarious to call anybody lady on the internet. So I just wrote, lady, it was a fucking joke or something like that. Uh, to which um, <laughs> she fucking responded with some, she responded with some like meme that was just like, insults just prove that you can't do this. And it reminded me of what my grandmother used to say, if you use profanity around my grandmother, she was like, that's what it was. Insults are the attempt to communicate of someone who knows they've lost. And I was just like, I, I think because I think I called her a humorless douche or something. Because um, I explained the joke. I was like, I uh, said the wrong watch name. The narrative of the piece is that he's an asshole for having a Rolex. My joke is that he's an asshole for not having a more expensive Rolex. He's the president, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like... If you're, if you're the president and you got a Rolex and it isn't the shit that has the day of the week at the top, what the fuck are you doing? Bro, why didn't you get that Conor McGregor million dollar watch on? Bong, bong. What are you doing? Get a horological machine. You know about horological machines? No. Yeah. Do you even know what the word horological means? Because we're getting to that I would in a second. assume time. The Hor- Horological Society was a handmade watch. Really, yeah, it's the study of uh, time movement. And, you know, all that. Horological. Hor- horology. Sounds like it would be funner. It's not. It's about watches. So I am V. Oh, you've gone as you see. You looked up some of the horological machines. Yeah. Yeah. Pull them up. I mean, they're just watches, dude. They're like two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh no, these aren't them. Scroll down. 
Yeah, go to any. That's the website. MBNF. These shits, they look like time. They look like actual time machines, Mike. Yeah. They're crazy. It looks like you can go through space in these things. Uh, yeah, they're like 200, 300 grand, these things. They make like fucking 50 of them a year. Um, but uh, I'm just saying, if you're the president and you're going to wear a night, like wear, I think it's almost like wear a cheap watch and then you can be like, I like this. If you got a roll, but then she was like, it's her, his dead sons. I was just fucking around. Then she said that insult thing, and I was just like, what are you, my nana? And then, like, uh, I went to, I just I just clicked on her page. I was like, who is this person interacting with me? I wanted to see if it was somebody, there's somebody that follows me this stupid, and I clicked, doesn't follow me, just somehow found this tweet, I guess, scrolling through shit, and um, had screenshotted my thing and called me alt-right. So I quote-tweeted that, and said, this lady should join the Horological Society, W-H-O-R instead of H-O-R. Got her ass. You got her. Good pun. That's a solid watch pun, Mike. Uh-huh. Um, are you going to quit again? Uh, I, I like that one. All right, good. Yeah, I was a fan. Yeah. As long as it involves whores, you're into it. Uh-huh. All right. So I wrote that, and uh, she reported me. <laughs> and I got suspended from Twitter for a day. I mean, you know. I didn't even put the E at the end of whore. That's a fucking pun. I got suspended from Twitter for a pun. Okay, maybe she's dumb like me, like when I read that, uh, and I didn't know what a horological thing was, and I was like, oh, you're just calling this girl a slut. Now I'm, But now I'm going just to her page every day, and whenever she tweets, I, I, I tweet a link to the New York Horological Society, <laughs> and I go, please keep, please keep the... Uh, Ancient art of handmade wa- of handcrafted watchmaking alive. Join the New York Horological <laughs> Society because I'm feuding with uh, what somebody pointed out is probably a teenage girl. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just on your page looking for you doing this over and over again. Oh no, there's yeah, there's a couple. Oh, you have to go to tweets and replies. There's That's a where I'm at. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, um, so I'm gonna keep doing that. I you know I urge everybody else to go find that. I'm not gonna give out her name, but. If you're listening to the show and you want to support the show, you know, it's not like we, we don't ask for a lot uh, around here. You know, maybe you throw a review. But if you go to that lady's page <laughs> and just tweet, just reply with a link to the Horological Society of New York, it would make my day. It would make me really smile. Um, but the reason I talk about the suspension from Twitter is there were some reports I saw on the New York Post. Pull up the article uh, if you can find it. Uh, like a bunch of... Sorry, ant- I just found it. Oh, yeah, take a look. I mean, you are replying to... Like, this girl seems really upset about some stuff. <laughs> uh, She's upset about some stuff. I mean, that's her. And you're just responding with, please consider... Yeah, I don't remember how I worded it. Please consider joining the Horological Society of New York and keep the art of handmade watchmaking alive. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not just scrolling up to get her name or nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> get that off there. All right, what were you saying now? Um, so a bunch of um, Antifa, uh, a bunch of Antifa accounts were suspended from Twitter. Uh, you can find, you just Google New York Post Antifa accounts suspended. Uh, I think it was like 72,000 followers in total. 
of all of the people. But it is this funny thing, right? It's like so people in the like middle far left. So I'm seeing they suspend an Atifa and Antifa account with more than seventy one thousand followers. Oh, let me see. Let me take a look at that. There was there's been dozens of accounts. Um, okay, so this yeah, this is weirdly worded. Twitter yeah. suspends Antifa seventy one thousand combined with yeah. more than seventy one thousand followers. So it was just a bu- I mean, whatever okay. that that that's that makes for a better headline. But it was just a bunch of I guess accounts supposedly. There's all these people that say Antifa isn't a real thing. Look, we'll get to these guys in a minute. But if the Proud Boys are a real thing, Antifa is a real thing. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, neither none of these things are real things. Uh, the only things that are real at this point are Dogecoin <laughs> and my uh, full, co- full collected box set of the anime series Trigun. Those are the only things that are real in this world, Mike. Um, but it, it, it so people. People don't realize that this, like, how do you not realize that this is the next thing that they're taking out? We've radicalized both sides of the country to get a thing done, right? That's the thing. Getting Trump out of office. Gotcha. I, I do kind of, look, I wasn't a fan of the guy. I didn't vote for him either time. But I do believe there were forces at work beyond the the norm to get him out of office. And I think letting some of this shit rock, rock and I've said it. You know, I've said it about the fucking Capitol riot. I think that was allowed to happen so they could uh, overexpand the powers on what what it takes to be a domestic terrorist. I wouldn't be shocked if you start seeing things like what's going on on Wall Street bets considered domestic terrorism in the future. Ooh. Because it destabilizes. I said that on HSR this week, so I I won't get too into detail on it. Um, But it's... How do you not expect this? And what I'd like to hear is like those like not like a not a centrist Democrats opinion on this. I would like to hear the opinion of an AOC, some of these more further left, at least in rhetoric politicians or just some of these people like some of these. um, You don't see any of these celebrities that were saying these people are doing the righteous thing, supporting the fact that they're being deplatformed now. All of a sudden, it doesn't matter that these people are being deplatformed. You know what I mean? I guess also if you were for deplatforming the right, you can't not be that for this. But people always, I mean, that was always the, um, the example that was always given was how come you suspend a guy like David Duke's account, but not Louis Farrakhan's account? They're both just anti-Semitic assholes. You know what I mean? There's... You know, there's one difference there. That was always the comparison. I think they have, at times, suspended Farrakhan's account now. Um, I don't know if he's permanently banned or whatever, but it it uh, it is this weird thing where it's like, oh well, now this thing is over, so we're gonna take away your organization tool. They don't have a parlor because they were just allowed to run roughshod on Twitter. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe they should all join Par. How great would it be if Parler comes back or Gab, and it's just the lunatics from both sides? Yeah, and it just turns into fights every day. Yes, that would be dope. And like they just meet up and gang fight. I like it, dude. Just fucking jets and sharks all day. Just every single day, 
I think we should honestly, they should all move to one of the, how many states are there? And find the name of this law. This is a lot of work. You have to put down your phone that you're playing slots on. <laughs> Not slots. What are you playing? Uh, Funko Pop Blitz. Funko Pop? <laughs> yeah. Are you a guy that is too poor to buy actual Funko Pops? So you're playing a Funko Pop? You don't have any Funko. I've been in your room. You yeah. don't have any Funko Pops. There was a time in my life where I had a bunch of Funko Pops. Why? Because I like them. But yeah, at this point Why? in my life, because they're dope, dude. They're like F- tiny Funko little... Pops are the slam poetry of action figures. <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> no, they're dope, dude. They're fucking little figurines with big heads, and they have like little expressive faces. I'm a little figurine with a big head. <laughs> You're not a figurine. I can't put, keep you in a box and increase your value over time. I put you in a box. My value, value is going done. up over time. Not if I put you in a box. That's true. I got to be free. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, but yeah, up. look up the law okay. for when you're allowed to fist fight and the cops can't stop you as long as everybody consents. Okay. And then let's see if we can start busing. Okay, mutual combat law. Yeah, mutual combat law. That's it. I just realized I didn't finish making my point about QAnon. So while you're looking that up, I'll make this point. Legal in two states. Only two? I thought it was like six. It was, uh, but I guess those are no longer legal. Uh, Boo! Washington State. Okay. And Texas. Well, I knew Texas. I assumed Wyoming would be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also saying, uh, in another answer on Cora, says Colorado, Connecticut, North Dakota, and West Virginia. Um, there's a lot more words here, though, so I'm not going to bother reading all that. But continue fine. to make your point about QAnon. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you read into this. So, yeah, the thing I was talking about before, and I know this is very manic, and I was talking about it about 20 minutes ago, but uh, I don't. Like, that's also people being mad at the elites, is the QAnon thing, the Capitol Storm riot. And, like, I know people were trying to say that these are privileged people that aren't allowed to fucking, that, that are just mad that they're out of power. But they're not. They're disenfranchised people who have been seeing, who saw the way the media covered their guy. Like, I've talked about it on multiple platforms. Just the way the media covered Donald Trump mostly was horseshit. Like, he had plenty of things to hang him on. The way he handled the fucking pandemic response was enough to fucking get him not elect, not reelected. Period. Um, the way he handled those riots was enough to get him not reelected, in my opinion. Uh, but you, I, I'll even go back to day one Donald Trump shit. Like, people were reporting these, like, resignations in departments, and it turned out that that was fair. People just didn't know how certain things worked and were just finding out because of sensationalist headlines because people were getting clicks. And it was super easy to see through, right? Like, if, like I was looking for it, but I wasn't a Trump guy, and I would find it. Like, people were, like, the Times was reporting on diplomatic positions being given to people who donated to the campaign. That's common practice. It's common practice under Obama's common practice under the Clintons. Is it happening under Biden? I bet it does. And I bet it won't be covered. I bet there's going to be no way for me to really find out. Mm. I bet it's happening. There's no, that's another thing. Uh, there's been no coverage of the opposite of what happened under Trump. So like, how come you're not reporting that way less people resigned from the state department under Biden than did under Trump in the first week? Mm. Just prove that you weren't full of shit four years ago, but you can't. Mm. And I think that started, that gave credence to his entire fake news narrative. 
Which, I mean, look, more power to the guy. I think that was a fucking cool thing he did. He took this very real problem that was fake news, that was a real thing, right? There was, there was news sites, fake news sites spring up on Facebook and all the shit. There were Russian bots spreading disinformation. Uh, uh, that term got into the lexicon, and Donald Trump took that word and uh, manipulated it to mean anybody who disagrees with me. Hmm. And then... It was very easy to find people that were kind of trumping up news stories, not no pun intended. They were trumping up news stories to fucking go after the guy. And so those people who were really dug in about loving him kind of just were like, well, well, we can't trust anybody but him. Like, Trump didn't gaslight those people. The fucking Times gaslit those people. I mean, Trump also gaslit those people. But... There's a, plenty of blame to go around, is my point. I'm just saying, like, that whole shit, like, it's funny to watch, like, that shit at the Capitol and this shit going on right now, look, this shit going on right now is a little more sympathetic, but it's the same, whatever it is, is caused by the same, you know what I mean? It's caused by the same energy. You get what I mean? Of course. It's like parallax. Did you ever read any of the Parallax stuff when they revealed that Parallax wasn't really just the name Hal Jordan took, but it was an entity that was fear, that was hiding in the power battery? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Parallax, whatever's going on. It kind of made him, like, it kind of, you know, because there's only four stories in all of, like, you know, humanity or whatever, but it's, like, the same story as, like, what turned Darth Vader evil was, like, the fear of losing his loved ones. Exactly. He ends up being the one who pushed away his loved ones. Yeah. There's a whole thing. It's a good story. I like everything they did in the Jeff Johns run, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, it was a really, it was a, it was probably the definitive Green Lantern run. Yeah. What did I have you looking up? Fighting? Yeah, I looked it up. Mutual Combat. That's Mutual it. Combat is the name of the law. Yeah. It's only available in two states. Just those two states. It used to be available, used to be able to do it in Wyoming. That's kind of how they got around uh, bare knuckle boxing in a few states. Hmm. Remember, we used to do Chris and Mike watch fights, which you can go find on the High Society Radio YouTube page. I found a really good one we should watch for that, by the way. A fight? Yeah, we should do that. You want to just do it at the end of the show? Sure. Okay. Um, All right, moving on. That was a lot. That was a whole bunch. Now, we've talked a lot about, on this show, we've talked about Nazis, different people being called Nazis. We've talked about uh, the Boogaloo Boys. Ooh. Uh, and how, honestly, now it, it kind of seems like those guys are a little misrepresented. I've seen a bunch of stuff of various Boogaloo boys. Now that memes are fucking making everybody money, and the Boogaloo boys were just hate memes that became... Everybody except for us. Because we don't got that Dogecoin. I mean, that's one meme that's not making... I got mad Pepe Dap still from back in the day. <laughs> okay. What's Pepe Dap trading at? Why don't you look it up? I don't Instead think of playing fucking Funko Pop horse shit on your phone. I don't think that's real. Pepe Dap is a cryptocurrency based on Pepe the Frog, and you need to look that up. Okay. Fucking. So, uh, yeah, we talk a lot about uh, various Nazi factions on the show. And uh, one thing we, uh, we haven't, uh, we've discussed before and this and that is... Uh, the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys, uh, obviously, we say are kind of soft to really be classified as Nazis. Uh, they were really just Gavin McGinnis's security. Then there was the whole thing with the cereal where you have to name cereals while people punch you in the arm. Uh, That's real? That 
is part of how it started where I don't, you know, how it started, how it's going, you know, you know, that, that meme is that, can we make money off that? Mm, maybe. Um, uh, okay. I have, sorry, pay, pay cash. Yeah. Is that the, it's at a point zero 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 four four five two seven. We should buy that. That's super cheap. Yeah. Um, but so the proud boys, Leader, current leader. So their founder was Gavin McGinnis and uh, Dante Nero. Correct. He was involved somehow. Um, so the founder of the Proud Boys was Gavin McGinnis, who founded it as a joke. Then he kind of started using them as security. Uh, then it kind of sproiled out into this counter-protest, alt-right kind of thing. I really don't pay attention. I feel like every time the news is like, there's proud boys at this thing. I'm kind of just I my main thought is are there proud boys at it or are there just uh, boys who are proud of themselves? You know, is it just some boys who showed up and they're like we're here. We're proud. You know, get used to it. <laughs> Tell you right now, every June there's a proud boy march. Right across the West Village. Those are proud boys. <laughs> Why is nobody reporting on that? Boy, are they proud <laughs> of boys. They are some real proud boys. Proud. June's my birthday month. No homo. Um, so they have a... I don't know how this guy became the leader. I don't know how you become the leader of something like the Proud Boys. I guess they are some sort of gang... According to, you know, they're considered a gang. Um, and this guy's name is Enrique Tario. Can you pull up a picture of him? Is Does he have a Wikipedia page? I don't know. I assume so. Also, I think it's funny. He's a Hispanic gentleman. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wearing a black and yellow hat, which is Smoked Honey, which is a weed company that used to sponsor us. I'm wearing, I'm decked out in merch of various sponsors. Uh, for anybody listening, I'm wearing fully loaded uh, chewing tobacco. I'm wearing smoked honey hat. Black and yellow also. This is not a Proud Boy hat. It is for Smoked Honey, which is a weed company that no longer exists in California. Um, R.I.P. to a real one. Yes, sir. Uh, but he's wearing black and yellow, which uh, is, is the Proud Boy's colors, which uh funny to me because this is supposed to be a white nationalist organization led by a Hispanic man mm-hmm. in black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Have we said this on the show before? Uh, is the colors that the Latin kings used to wear in the nineties? Mm-hmm. I think we covered that. All right. Well, it's 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 worth repeating. There's new listeners all the time. Agreed. And I think that's a fucking hilarious fact. Um, about this guy doesn't look. He looks like a Dominican barber. Who's wearing that bulletproof vest that you're showing me him wearing, and it's matching, and it's a fashion accessory to his outfit. And he is going to dance bachata somewhere. Oh, for sure. That's what he looks... He, his beard is very, very manicured. Like The big shocker here is that he's wearing a shirt underneath the bulletproof vest. Yeah, and then the bulletproof vest does not have sequins on it. Mm. Now, we talk about on this show uh, in a non-talked-about Nazi group, which I am terrified of, uh, Adam Waffen... Mm-hmm. Right, those are real deal Nazis. Now, can you pull up me, now that we just watched? We took a look at the leader of the Proud Boys, a brown person who is the leader of this white supremacist group. Uh-huh. Now, Adam Waffen. Now that name already sounds German. 
Um, that's just a random guy in Adam Waffen. He's terrifying. And he's older. He's an old man. He looks like the old man in American History X. I'm, I'm t- the other guy next to him is... Is it, look, Adam Waffen is white ISIS. I can't say it. Oh my God, that guy is terrible. Show me another random person in Adam Waffen. <laughs> These guys are terrifying. They're in the woods. I can barely see them. They're properly camped. With- look, this is a dorky looking white guy that looks like he will kill every person we know. Mm-hmm. Bong bong. Yeah, they're doing Nazi salutes. They're out there. They're always wearing skull. They were wearing skull masks before the pandemic. When nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was wearing masks. And they're wearing skull, the skull face geeters. Mm. This is all terrifying. Now show me another picture of the guy from the Proud Boys. Okay, I got it. They are definitely white ISIS, though. Oh, they are white ISIS. Now, let me see this guy from I mean, dude, he's literally guitar, wearing yeah. the same thing in every one of these. He's got the sunglasses that match. Yeah, it's just the... He looks like he's getting ready to give an MLB player a manicure. <laughs> Come on! His hat says the War Boys. <laughs> war Boys? Oh, we're going to Walmart! Because <laughs> we're so proud! Oh, uh, he's wearing a shirt that says American Supremacist. What is his nationality? Can you please look that up for me? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I feel like we lose people every time I shit on the Proud Boys, but I'm not going to stop doing it. You know what it is? It's not so much that I hate the Proud Boys. It's that joining makes you a dork. It's fair. Right? My yeah. uncle was a Boy Scout leader for the Boy Scout troop in our neighborhood. My brother was in the Boy Scouts. My cousin was in the same Boy Scout troop. And I called them all losers every week when they left to go. They were like, they put on their stupid brown shorts, and they were like, we're going to be in there. I was like, yeah, have fun joining dorks. Like, Pretty dorky. Yeah, fucking lame. They're like, well, we get like a pocket knife. And I'm like, I can just buy that from a fucking Dominican guy that looks like Enrique Tario around the corner. We live in Gowanus. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing a... Uh, I'm on his Wikipedia here. I'm not seeing a... N- nationality? No. That seems odd that they don't put that there. Like, if you're going to call a guy a white supremacist, I want to know what Latin American country he's from. Uh, Cuban-American. Ah, Cuban B. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Like, everybody was calling Cuban people white a couple months ago. Yeah. That All right, that makes sense. So he's like anti-communist. He's probably pushing that way. All right, he's a proud boy. Uh, apparently, also... Huge snitch. Mm. Apparently, he's been a Fed for a long time. You look, just look it up. Uh, look up Enrique Tario, uh, criminal informant. Uh, apparently, he's just been snitching about lots of stuff. Uh, apparently, he got one weed grow house busted. There was some stuff with human trafficking. All right. Well, I mean, one of those things is not like the other. <laughs> what well, was it the good kind of human trafficking or the bad kind of human trafficking? What's the good kind? Like, if like he's just ratting on coyotes, bringing people in to pick strawberries, that's the good kind of human trafficking. Mm. Also, the good kind of human trafficking is like a shipping container full of people to give me handjobs. Mm. I really can't see a bad type of human trafficking, Mike. <laughs> if there's a bad type of human trafficking, I haven't found it. 
Okay. Um, that's one stance to be taken. Uh, all right. Leader of the Proud Boys was arrested in Washington shortly after the Capitol riot. Previously worked undercover and cooperated with investigators after he was accused of fraud in 2012 court document show. Let me just keep reading this? Or? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Uh, You're good at reading, Mike. Good job. Get some shoulders into it. Mm. Uh, the prosecutor and Tario's defense attorney both cited Tario's extensive cooperation in arguing that his sentence of 30 months should be cut. The judge agreed to reduce his sentence to 16 months. The records show. Okay, how, wait, hold on. How many people did he rat out for this? Uh, Tons? Doesn't say. To get 14 months off a sentence? That's crazy. I mean, I guess it's half, but still. Mm. That's crazy. He was sentenced for participating in a scheme involving the resale of diabetic test strips. Oh, what a scumbag. What? Ripping off people with, with the beets? With the sugars? Were they just re- Were they re-dying them? <laughs> were they selling, reselling diabetic test strips? Was he... I, think, I like to think... Here's what I hope was happening. He was taking the diabetic test strips that had mad extra sugar from the blood in it. And then he was, you know, those old timey candies that they stick to the paper, the little buttons. <laughs> he was putting those on there so they'd be double sweet. So they would addict the children of the barrio. That's what I assume Enrico Tario was doing. See, that rhymes. I'm yeah, a slam poet too, Mike. Uh, check this out. Uh, Your Honor, frankly, in all the years, uh, which is now more than 30 that I've been doing this, I've never had a client as prolific in terms of cooperating in any respect, said Tario's lawyer at the time, Jeffrey Feeler, according to the transcript. Prolific. A prolific snip. He's a prolific tattletale. Mm. Has there ever been a more prolific tattletale? Benedict Arnold? He didn't really tattle. Who's a pro? Who, who else would be considered a prolific tattletale? Uh, Henry Hill. That's a prolific tattletale. Um, Sammy the Bull. Prolific tattletale. There you go. Uh, John Jones. Yeah. Lance Armstrong. No, Lance Armstrong's never snitched. Oh, he just said everybody did it. Yeah. But it was vague about it. Yeah. Same way Nate Diaz was like. Jose Canseco snitched on everybody. Did he? Yeah. Jose Canseco is a prolific Ooh, snitch. Uh, Takashi 6'9". Takashi 6'9". He's a prolific, prolific snitch. Prolific snitch. Mm. So, all right. So, prolific snitch of, of our day. Imagine being a brown... Look, just show me a picture of anybody from Adam Waffen, and let's see if we can figure out if they're snitching. I mean... No! That guy's not snitching. Look... Just show me a picture of a younger... That's the old guy again. Just show me a picture of a young guy, a couple of young men in Adam Waffen. Yeah, I mean, these two guys who were clearly arrested. Uh-huh. Right? Like, this is their mugshot. Let me see. All right, take me a second. Terrifying. Oh, my God. Look, these two guys look like they want to go to jail just because there's more black people for them to attack in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? All I'm saying is, let's stop throwing the Nazi moniker... On a Dominican guy, I assume Cuban guy, mm. who's the tattletale. <laughs> prolific. Like, prolific tattletale. Who did Hitler snitch on? Hitler killed himself rather than go to jail. Right? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Are you on the phone now? This is crazy. Is that Ralph? Are we in trouble? All right. No, so Enrique Tario snitches on everybody. Um, and uh, 
this just comes out, and what he said was, his exact thing was, I don't recall any of this. This was an exact quote. <laughs> you had to pull up your notepad for that? Yes, I don't recall. I don't know what that is. I don't. He was asked by a, uh, an AP reporter, and he just goes, I don't recall. Now, I have never been called prolific for anything. Mm. If, if I was called prolific for something, you best damn believe I'm going to remember what the fuck it was for. Uh, you're prolific at failing to buy Dogecoin. You tried on like nine different sites. There's four. Still, pro- still, still enough to be I, considered prolific. There's a lot of apps on my phone now that I didn't have previously that are probably spying on me. Mm. Various ways, Mike. Okay, I have it here. Targo said in an interview with Reuters Tuesday, uh, he denied working undercover or cooperating in cases against others. I don't know any of this, he said when asked about the transcript. I don't recall any of this. I don't know any of... First of all, you don't say I don't recall if you're not lying about a thing. It's true. Like, if a reporter called me and was like, Hey, Chris, we found... Even if I was lying, I wouldn't say I don't recall. I'd be like, fuck you, bitch! I didn't do that shit! Who the fuck are you? I don't recall. What are you doing? I'm getting a piece of paper to write down I don't recall unless you're... You don't say I don't recall unless you're lying as a title. You don't say I don't recall. I guess you're lying. Unless you're lying. Okay. Look, yeah, you don't... Look. Why the fuck... Would you say, I don't recall? Because you're lying. That's it. If you actually didn't recall something, you would just say that didn't happen. Yeah. Right? Like, if you didn't recall something, you'd be like, that didn't happen. It's, it's... And then they'd have to be like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm trying to think of all the times I blacked out drunk. And then people would be like, Chris, you did this. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, you have told me when I... Apparently elbowed a guy in the head in a diner. Nudgingly, I didn't hurt a guy in a diner. I nu- I elbowed him and knocked his hat off. It's a pretty frail man. You might have hurt him. I knocked the guy's hat off who had stiffed a waiter who I was friends with at the time. That's what happened. This is I pieced this together, but I didn't say I don't recall. You were like, yeah, you don't remember you elbowed that guy in the head? I was like, I didn't do that. You're making that up because you know I was drunk. And then seven or eight people corroborated you. And then I said, I guess I did that. Yeah. But you never said, I don't recall. Never once. I didn't recall. (laughs) If you don't recall, you don't say you didn't recall. Because you don't recall. (laughs) Right? It's fair. And if you total recall, we're going to the moon for (laughs) Dojo. Oh. All right. Proud Boys are bitches, son. Snitches. Let me see another picture of Adam Waffen just before we before we shift gears. Oh my god, that guy's terrifying. He looks like a vampire of some sort. This is like I hope they don't open an Adam Waffen house. Dude, my next to our Waffle House. <laughs> That's good. I don't even know what they would serve there. Milk. 
my man's name here. He's uh, it's John Patrick Denton, aka Rape. <laughs> Yo! Holy shit! <laughs> Dog, Holy his, his shit! Just be like, oh yeah, let Rape go handle that problem. Um, yeah. Uh, somebody said they didn't recall snitching on us. We should probably send in Rape. <laughs> He's the fifth horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> rape. <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, he said we must maintain a public image of strength and uncompromising ruthlessness in dealing with the enemies of our race. John Patrick Denton, a.k.a. Rape. Re- read that quote one more time. We must maintain a public image of strength and uncompromising ruthlessness in dealing with the enemies of our race. <sighs> And nobody's talking about these guys. Holler at your boy, rape. <laughs> By the way, bars. Oh, I hope he's in jail. Because if he hears this, it's rape for us. Yeah, it's, oh my god! If rape hears that we talk about, first of all, we have n- we have not said anything bad about rape yet. I mean, don't clip that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm terrified of those guys again. Yeah, they're actually scary. Yeah, I d- yeah. If they were standing back and standing by, we'd have problems. Who are you more scared of, Enrique or rape? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Okay. This is fucking fun here. Um, I don't recall. <laughs> Is the quote of one of them, and the quote of the other one is, "My hi, my name is Rape." <laughs> uh, no, no, here you want to hear an actual quote from him? Yes. They think they can stop rape. They think they can stop me. Holy shit! <laughs> he is the fifth horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Oh. First of all. Just somebody buy me a whistle quickly. <laughs> Why would it be we, your? We need, yeah, we need whistles after this to signify that rape is coming for us, Mike. He's coming, and there's no, we cannot stop him. He, he's a, he's the fifth. Horsemen of the apocalypse. We need rape whistles. He's going to rape us and his horse, horse is going to... We need the biggest rape whistles you could find. <laughs> That's not my purse. <laughs> I'm scared, Mike. I'm scared of rape. No homo. Fuck. Oh. Bro, they're out there. They are. It's terrifying. Um. Yeah, like, like I said, I don't want them opening an Adam Waffen house next to our Waffle House. <laughs> I don't know what would go on in the Adam Waffen house. I assume rape. <laughs> I assume <laughs> rape would go on. In I assume house. a good amount of rape. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Want to know what kind of syrup they're putting on their breakfast foods? I assume it's blood and cum. Blood of other races? Yes, the blood of other races and the cum of the pure white race. 
because rape lives there. <laughs> do you think he just has? Do you think he just has uh, fucking prolapsed asses that he has his trophies strewn about his house, and then a sign that says "Bless this mess" on the wall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he has taxidermied prolapsed asses of all of the rapes he's done, and then just. He tattoos on them, bless this mess on all <laughs> on all of them around the Adam Waffen house. Why? Why do I think this is so funny every time we bring it up? I mean... <laughs> is there any more great quotes from rape? Not from rape himself, but there is... About rape? Uh, yes. Um, I don't like it. All ladies. No, 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 no. The opposite. Um, I do like it. <laughs> some ladies. <laughs> uh, paramilitary fighters rape thousands of Bosnian Muslims women as part of an infamous campaign of ethnic cleansing. Uh, the quote is, the only acceptable case of miscegenation is what the Serbs did to capture Bosniak women, uh, force them to carry around the spawn of their master and enemy. That's from that guy? Uh, it's from a gentleman by the name of Woodward. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where he factors in, but I think he's either a guy that they read a lot of his books or he is an Adam Waffen. Not sure. Woodward? Yeah. I don't think they let Bernstein into Adam Waffen. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, yes. Yeah, Samuel Woodward jailed on charge of murdering a man named Blaze Bernstein. Uh, he frequently participated in Adam Waffen chats. Um, First of all, let's put this out there. He murdered a man. Mm-hmm. Named Blaze. Yeah. Because that's a handjobby nickname. Right. <laughs> Unlike Rape, who doesn't take handjobs from anybody. <laughs> mm. This is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Let me hear that quote again, that Bosnia quote again. That's fucking terrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see here. Um, the only acceptable case of miscegenation is what the Serbs did to capture Bosniak women, force them to carry around the spawn of their master and enemy. Now, I didn't know that Bosnian women were called Bosniak women. Uh, so he's using words I don't know. Miscegenation is a word that most people don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Go to miscegenation.com real quick. Oh, boy. I just want to see who owns that. Okay. Uh, as I'm... long as we're on the topic. But, yeah, Enrique Tario. Oh, it's available. So Rape wasn't even the leader of Adam Waffen. No. It's available? Yeah. I feel like we got to probably buy that. Okay. Do you really want to put your name, email, and phone number attached to this I website? Ju- I just want to give it to the guy who owns black.com. Who's a white guy? It's a Jewish guy. What's that guy's name? Uh, Greg Lansky. Greg Lansky owns yeah. black.com. Only know that from listening to a lot of high society radio. Yeah, I couldn't think. Of, I, I, I brain farted for a minute. I just want to give it to. I've been trying to get Greg Lansky on to as a Christmas gift for Stanley for years. And uh, apparently he doesn't like to do interviews. But I feel like if I could just give him miscegenation.com for Christmas and just like. Just like give it to him and be like, hey, like, Laney, can you get him to like record a cameo for this website name? How much does it cost? Uh, it does not say a price. It says, oh, you got to like sign up and it'll send you a price quote. Oh, I'm not doing all that. That's yeah, crazy. That. Just, we'll just sign up. We signed up for 17 different websites to not buy Dogecoin. I'm not going to sign up for a website to buy miscegenation. Dogecoin is back down again. 
What's it up to? What's it down to? Uh, f- four cents, almost five. Oh. All right, let's move on. Let's go. I'm glad we didn't buy it six. Oh, I'm glad we didn't buy it six. That would have been bad. Um, I have an update on the David Prize. Okay. So last week we talked about the David Prize, correct? We did. Um, and uh, we said we didn't make it through to the second round. Unfortunately. Now, the David Prize, if you haven't listened, uh, we, we put up a great clip on the High Society Radio YouTube page. You can catch up there. It's, it's both things, but it's a, it's a prize, $200,000 on how you help fix New York. Um, and so uh, I had a friend who went to dinner with somebody who moved on to the second round. Um, and um, they they basically uh, were like, he said that we the person who worked on this campaign said that we had a better plan. Our plan was to build a Waffle House above the lair from the foot for the Foot Clan in the first Ninja Turtles movie. And um, he listened to the show. He didn't respond to my text when I asked. Um, and he he listened to the show and was just like. Oh, I just didn't get your text. Here's here's all the information uh, about that about that project. Um, so uh, she works for uh, DSNY, and so this guy's name is uh, uh, Nelson Molina, and he's a garbage collector. Can you please look this up, Nelson Molina? I I, I didn't look it up. I wanted to look it up on the show because I figure I want to react to this in real time because we've got this whole. David Price saga going, and we're going to reapply next year, and maybe we'll tweak our whole thing. They want to know how our work's going to be going. Uh, listen, we figured out a few things. I went to Waffle House. I went to a Waffle House uh, down in Georgia a couple weeks ago, and I realized that there was like a fat girl breathing without a mask near me, and it freaked me out. So that's some research on Waffle House. Uh, we also now know that we don't want Adam Waffle House anywhere near our Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably would conflict with the clientele of any Waffle House. Right. Um, but, um, you know, you'd think Waffles would bring these people together. Especially Atomic Waffles. Yeah, man. Jesus. Um, so, uh, yeah, l- let me know a little bit. Do you have anything, so any have information? Nelson Molina, the... Uh, garbage collector. The guy who spent 34 years as a garbage man in New York City. Uh, is that, that the guy you're talking about? should be him. Okay. So I have uh, his trash museum. Yes, he has. Oh, yeah, I do know who this guy is. I don't know that much about his trash museum. I know, uh, you know, it's not a trash museum. You know, it's way cooler than a trash museum. A subterranean ninja lair. With an above-ground Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. Did we even look up the franchising rights for a Waffle House? Is 200 grand going to cover this? I'll come out of pocket a couple of Dogecoin, Mike. Whatever. Mm. Look. So what is look at some Dude, of this. Look at this Inspector Gadget toy. That's pretty it's dope. Pre- it's pretty dope. But that was you could just buy that on eBay, Mike. This guy made it past us. This is egregious. I mean, honestly. If we're if we're keeping it real here, he's got a sign that says "Treasure in the Trash" by Nelson Molina. Yeah, I don't know why that's in a museum. There's nothing. Yeah, the only treasure in the trash is like one of those chicks with like curly bleach blonde hair, and you know she's sucking dick. You know what I'm talking about? She's in a pile of garbage. No, she's just a trash bag. Oh, yeah, like fucking 
Tyson Fury's wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that fucking broad. Paris. No, I mean, look, everything about the aesthetic of this place. It looks, I'm not going to lie. I would like to hang out in this place. You know why? Kind of looks like he's doing a Foot Clan thing. It, it does have. A, like a, it's got a bit of a Foot Clan vibe. It's got that 90s feel. Pull back up. Um. Hmm. Let me see. This is another article on him. All right. This so, looks way less cool. Yeah, it's just like some crap. Yeah. All right. The, this this does look dope. Yeah, there's just like a lot. You know what it is? It's just like a lot of old time. Look, I like a flea market. <laughs> I like a thing, but two hundred thousand dollars. We really need like it's just a one man flea market. Bro, imagine if we got rid of a bunch of these rows here. Yeah. And just put up half pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and right, like imagine targets like, for ninja stars yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then, like in the middle, we could put like a fireman's pole where you can come down after eating waffles because you don't want to use the stairs. Right. Yeah. And then you you could jump on the fireman's pole with your skateboard right into the half pipe to start burning off waffle calories. Yeah. Let's have a half pipe here. Yeah. And like in the back behind that American flag, that's where we would keep all of our stolen Newports. Right. You want menthol or regular? One of each. Yeah. There we go. Favorite I mean, line of that movie. Nobody really ever wants one of each, but that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. I was a kid. I didn't even know what menthol or regular meant. Mm. I just knew whatever. They were kid soft. Was they were, it was the 90s. Cool. They were soft packs. No, nah, they were hard packs. Get out of here. It was cartons, bro. What the fuck were people cartons? Th- what the fuck were people thinking with soft packs? Forever, a long time. You can still get a soft pack. Every, every once in a while, you see a soft pack, and you're like, "What are you doing?" I mean, the only time I ever get a soft pack is when I'm out, like they're out of hard packs, and it's like whatever. I don't know, dude. I guess guys who work construction, they like a soft pack. Why? They're uh, hard men. Because <laughs> it like they're proud. It like if form fits better. Like if you have a hard pack and a hard pack gets crushed, then it like gets fucked up. But if you got a soft uh, pack, it's like more got more give. Mm. They should put it in their lunch pail. They're not eating cigarettes, Chris. That's insane. Adam often eats cigarettes. Pull up, pull up some more, some Nelson Molina. I think we had a better idea. I just don't see. I just don't see how treasures in the trash. Look, it looks kind of cool. It doesn't look two hundred thousand dollars. It doesn't look like we should have gotten. First of all, I mean, this is just a video going through the whole place. He's not an organizer. Yeah, just play it without sound. Yeah. Actually, let's hear some of his voice. Since nine years old, we never threw anything out. We always recycled everything in the house. He's a hoarder. It's one of the original social security card. I remember when I was a kid, That's pretty cool. I used to get something like this. That's mint condition, old timey social security card. The old toys away. They get new toys for Christmas. I would just go out early in the morning, look through the cans and whatever I can find. Any toys? Dude, just fucking bring for my brothers, just jack that guy's identity. You just how much? How much you want to bet that person's social security card in this video voted for Biden this year? People used to go to theaters. They That's a little ridiculous, but all right. <laughs> you put these. Oh, some opera glasses. You look around. <laughs> you got that out of the trash, B. Yeah. Stop putting that up to your eyes. It's crazy. Oh, he's got it's pink like, eye now. <laughs> I think it's fourteen or eighteen carat gold. Oh wow. I put this table together Pauses. one day, but it could have taken me 10 years to find every. So my uncle was a doorman, the one that we talked about in an earlier episode that talked me out of buying a computer when I was in high school. Right. I think it was episode two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go back and listen to episode two if you haven't listened to episode two. Um, you know, learn a lot about why I'm such a fucking idiot. Um, but he 
worked as a doorman in a very fancy building in the Upper East Side and maybe Upper West Side, whichever's fancier. Um, and he would bring back like garbage stuff from like people's houses. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I had like an Armani sweater. Wow. It was just some guy's garbage. It was fucking tags on it. Like first freshman year of high school. I was like, I'm, I'm fucking killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, you're balling. Hell yeah. It's fucking dope. It mm-hmm. fucking didn't really fit well. And like the you know, wearing an Armani sweater with fucking old navy jeans really makes you look like an asshole. But whatever. Killing yeah, it. I felt cool. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is do you want to look through some old junk? Or do you want to fucking play the Ninja Turtles arcade machine in the Foot Clan lair? I thought that it would make more sense if you put the Ninja Turtle arcade machine in the Waffle House part, right? There's no arcade machines in Waffle Houses. There there can be in the lobby when you first walk in, when you're waiting for a table. I guess there could be. It'd be a pretty classy Waffle House. That's what I'm saying. We put the Ninja Turtle... be the Beefsteak Charlie's of Waffle House. Bro, we put the Ninja Turtle machine upstairs, right? The people uh, come in, they have their meal. They're like, damn, I fucking love this Waffle House. I don't want to leave, but I've already eaten all the waffles. And it's like, yo, do you guys play little Ninja Turtles? On oh, your but then they, they, if they put in a certain combination, it opens up the Foot Clan lair? Bro. Like, if you do, like, up, up, down, down on the Donatello D-pad or whatever... Mm-hmm. You up, up, down, down, left, B, start, or whatever. Right. And then fucking... Whatever the Contra thing was. Yeah, whatever the fucking, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever. We will pick one of those famous codes. Right. Right? If you just do Sub-Zero's Fatality for Mortal Kombat 1. Digging it. And then just fucking... Fireman's Pole. Mm -hmm. You get handed a skateboard. There's got to be like a fishboard deck, though. You can't... Like the old school, you know what I mean? Yeah, obviously. The big fat deck with like the plastic brake on the back. Right. That nobody used. Mm-hmm. Is that how you stop a skateboard? That's fucking stupid. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and then just whoosh, right down on the half pipe. Boom. Mm-hmm. Got this all figured out, man. Yeah. That's what, I mean. But no, they want fucking trash. That guy doesn't seem like an activist, an organizer, or an entrepreneur. Not doing any of them things. Nope. He's not. Well, I mean. He is actively He's actively organizing, organizing all that junk. But I don't think he was charging people to come in there. He's not an entrepreneur. Mm-mm. We would have an actively organized fucking uh, dojo. Active dojo. Doge. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> I quit now. I stand by dojo being fucking dope. I quit. Moving on. <laughs> Remember that lady we talked about a while ago that was hanging out with Rudy Giuliani, the blonde, Melissa Carone? Yeah, the drunk girl he was clearly trying to fuck. Who was fucking trying to smash something. She was trying to fucking bed down. No, I think, here's the thing, I think she legitimately thought she was helping, and Rudy was just like, sweetheart, I only brought you here to blow me after I was done That is such an Italian lady way to be. I'm just going to yell a lie Uh loudly. While jerking my neck one way and pointing my finger in the other direction. And that is the only way I know how to help. Um, can you pull up? Where is she? She's running for something in Michigan. Yeah, well, it was in Michigan, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thing. She's running for uh, assembly or something like that. <sighs> so we'll be peers. She's running for Michigan House. Oh. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's okay. So she's running to be basically a state rep in Michigan. Um, which would, if I'm not mistaken, be make her the hottest state rep in Michigan? No. Come on. You think there's a hotter one? Yes. Who? I don't know. The governor doesn't count. She's pretty hot. Though. This girl's a fucking three. How many fucking hot state legislators are there? I'll look them up. There's got to be one. Uh, but no, I was going to say, it, does that make her more powerful in theory than a county committeeman? I mean, I'll give her that powerful D, son. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll show. I'll show her the power. Okay. Um, Michigan State legislatures female. I do. I do think that would make her more powerful than a county committeeman. Seeing as I still don't know what county committeemen do. And I am a county committeeman here in the great county of Kings. Kangs. Yeah. Kangs, exactly. All right, there's 53 women in the uh, Michigan legislature. Uh, can we rank them? There's <laughs> got to be one. Hottest to least there. hot? I don't know if that exists. <laughs> they don't have a ranker.com article on 53 women that work in the state house? Uh, no. Seems ridiculous. Uh, Internet's oh. doing too much toppling capitalism, not enough ranking fucking chicks. Mm. That's what the internet was built for. That and cats. Is there at least an article ranking how adorable the cats of the fifty-three women who work in the state legislative house is? I don't, I don't, I don't see one. That's ridiculous, Mike. So, what do you think the chances are she wins, M- Melissa Carone here? Uh, I'm going to set them at I'm under assuming, 1%. Under Who's she running against? I don't know. I don't care. doesn't matter. She sucks. My only introduction to her is her being hammered. Trying to fucking... You don't hope she wins? No. You don't hope that lady is in the fucking public eye more? I mean... How, how could you... This lady. Yeah. You just want you that don't, face. You don't want that lady. That you don't want that lady involved in Michigan politics. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Look at her. No, Chris, that's beyond the pale. She looks like a Kristen Wiig character. <laughs> it's fucking great. That is pretty funny. I'll give you that, dude. Uh, one of the guys who got uh, arrested trying to kidnap Whitmer in Michigan, Governor Whitmer, pleaded guilty. Ooh, yeah, you could pull that up. Um, mm. He's the guy who looked the most like he would snitch. Like, uh, it, yeah, that came out, I think, earlier today, uh, maybe yesterday. Um, he just, yeah, he just, he was like, yeah, I guess I did that. I feel like they, if, they, if none of them said anything, they had plausible deniability, right? Because what? what do they do? They just found them with rope and stuff, right? Yeah, that guy does look like a snitch. Yeah, he looked like he was the guy who was going to turn. He's got light eyes and shit. You can't be going to prison with light eyes. No. It's no good. Says he's going to cooperate fully. Even if it means hurting people you know. This means you could have to testify even if it means hurting people you know. I do, Your Honor. God, what a fucking... You know who wouldn't be doing that? Adam Waffen. Rape. Yeah, rape would not be doing rape that. Rape ain't no snitch. Rape would go to jail just so he could rape that guy <laughs> to let him know that you don't do that. True. Rape's like, remember the D-Block song where Jadakiss is like, I know people who go to jail just to get their teeth fixed? Mm. That's rape. 
<laughs> and so, you know, while I'm here, you know what I should do? Rape. <laughs> Probably get some rapes in. I mean, I'm, I'm here. Probably do some raping. It's prison. It's the one place it's socially acceptable. Got to live up to my name, dog. Yeah. Uh, all right, before we go, Mike, moving on. Wait, wait. hold on. I got a photo of some of the women from the Michigan Oh, you do? Well, I'm talking? not going to lie. That fucking goofy bitch might actually be the hottest. Oh, she is, because that in the background, the one that looks hot, they're all very older women, so it's yeah. not like I'm, I'm not shitting on these. These women may have been fucking fine pieces of ace in their day. When? Name that day. Fucking the fifth of never? No. Come on now. You're telling me, all right, that chick in the purple jumpsuit in the back. Her. I'm going to tell you this right now. 1940? <laughs> oh, 80 years ago? That bitch was fuckable. Look at her. She's got fuck me eyes right now. I don't know what that lady's name is, but I just know she's wearing that fucking jumpsuit. She's ready to jump these bones. You know what I'm saying? Look, uh, I guarantee you that chick was hot in high school. Pull up that picture again. Let's see some more of these. Uh, I just closed it. Oh, you! Son- Why would you do that? I'm not done. None of them are hot. They were though. No, they weren't. Yeah, you, you got a picture of how they were. In your <laughs> mind's eye. Bro, you're drunk. If you're trying to tell me that any woman in this picture, other than maybe Whitmer on a great day, is Whitmer hot. on a great day is good looking. Sorry. I'd say that blonde in the back probably That's all right. I'm She's all right. I'm just saying. I bet in high school some this one or this no, one? No, no, that one. I bet in high school, she's like 60. She took about 40 years ago. Chris. Look up what that lady's name is and then look up her high school yearbook. <laughs> How do I her. look up her name? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't even know what... what. <sighs> you brought us here, Mike. You got... I, was, I said moving on. You didn't play the drop. We could have been well, well beyond. You just said it again, so... You brought to the show. You brought um, uh, some uh, some sex doll news. <laughs> yeah, dude. Obviously, you just had brick doll banger on. You got. Yeah, we keep... just had. I'm, I I love talking to brick. I'll have him on whenever. Mm. So uh, what what's the, what's the story here? Uh, so this bodybuilder uh, who got legally married to his sex doll mm. uh, admits that he is now cheating. Cool on her. dude alert. <laughs> a bodybuilder who's married to a sex doll. Yeah, this guy's yeah. awesome. Uh, he he is now cheating on her with this object. Oh, it's just an object? It's just a thing? I don't know what it is. This is the weirdest <laughs> video I've ever seen in my life. This guy's just rubbing a beaded... I. It looks like titties, I guess. And I mean, it's, now you want to talk about hairy shoulders. Yeah, but he's jacked up. <laughs> He's pulling off the no no shirt thing. I'm baby. getting there. What is happening? <laughs> Why is this allowed on Instagram? Is my question. Because it's fucking art, I guess. Oh, he's nuzzling the thing. Does it say anywhere in? Stop looking at me, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, stop looking at me. This is gay. Oh, he loves that thing. He's licking it. Oh, oh, he's suckling it. Is it meant to be titties? I don't know. It doesn't say what the thing is anywhere in this article. She says, it looks like I've got a new passion. 
It looks like a beaded seat cover, but tits. Right? I don't know what it looks like, dude. I can't look away. This is disturbing. You're Chris. gay. Yeah, you gotta look away. This We're... is disturbing. I can't believe how long this video is. Three it's minutes three long? three minutes and 30 He made an IGTV video? This wasn't just a story? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I want to see how this ends. You gotta click extra to watch the whole thing? Oh, whoa, he's sliding forward. Oh, this is just... Oh, my God, he's wearing it on his head. <laughs> Was that just his cock hanging over? <laughs> yeah, that's... Because if so, decent peace. <laughs> Fuck a woman. <laughs> oh, whoa, scared. <laughs> right. Who are you more scared of, that guy or rape? I mean, that guy's definitely playing rape in the movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was fucking weird, dude. Uh, so Yuri captioned the video. Looks like we got a new passion. Responded to a commenter asking if he's cheating on his wife. He said, maybe I can't stand while she's in hospital. He later clarified she had to be sent in. His doll wife had to be sent in. Oh, he had a pussy fixed up? Yeah, right. I mean, that'll happen every now and then. You know, they get wear and tear on them. I mean, dude, with that fucking piece? Yeah, he's packing. Yeah. I mean, how long has she gone for? I mean, I guess whatever. The shipping and handling's got to be a fucking mess. He's he's Nordic, right? Yeah. He's Jesus. some kind of Jorgen Blorgen Fjorgen. Hmm. Huh. What is Netflix Direct? Is it? You're just reading pop-up ads on the show? <laughs> yeah. How high are you? I'm not high. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, no, wait. You have, we have more... News that you brought to the show. Um, oh, this is under the same. Well, you sent me this photo, and I assume it's under the same. What is this thing? Uh, well, somebody invented a vacuum cleaner that works without electricity and can clean without producing any noise. That's pretty cool. Sure. Um, he, it's a portable vacuum cleaner that works without electricity and cleans without producing any noise. Yeah. And it is um, very clearly a penis pump. I mean, I would have to imagine that, like, somebody just walked in while this guy who, by the way, that's a guy who invented it. Yeah, what's his name? I don't know, but what? Scroll up on the uh, Instagram. Maybe there's given uh, Hiroki Mir- M- Morita. Okay. I wonder if he's r- related to Pat Morita, a.k.a. Mr. Miyagi. Mm. Uh, he cannot use the vacuum cleaner on weekdays because of the noise. This inspired him to develop a noise-free and electric-free vacuum cleaner that can be used any time of day and anywhere. Wow, that sounds a lot like a penis pump. Because <laughs> you know what I like to do at any time of the day? Come. You know what I don't like to do ever? Vacuum. I it, mean... It sounds like that guy invented a uh, masturbation device. That he keeps with him at all times. And he's like, no, 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 That's a vacuum cleaner. That's the new, um, if your grandmother finds your bong and you say it's a vase. That's right. what this is. Oh, have you, you Google this man? Uh, yeah, and it came up with a video of how the non-electrical vacuum cleaner. Oh, let's take a look at this guy uh, coming into a thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. There's a potential to this topic. 
The most time-consuming part of this project was to prove functionality. I disassembled some vacuum cleaners and made some functional mock-ups I made with several a, uh, principles a lot of things that look until I found the like best a, uh, principle to work. Super soaker. <laughs> and, uh, I chose in the end none of these the mechanism works come. with small action and I proved the suction functionality. To turn the top knob five times makes 10 second suction power. Oh, 10 sections. That's all it takes. 10 sections of suction Regarding on this mechanism, power. I started to think about the component of this product. The mechanism has the three key elements. One is planetary gear. It increased the number of rotation from 1 to 600. Ooh. However, the gear needs to have huge force to rotate. In order to make the force, Luckily, I really the mechanism has torque spring as the second key element. The third key element is needle bearing. The bearing only rotates in one direction. It transmits the force of the torque spring to the planetary gear steadily. I most took care in this phase was to keep all components Pauses, in minimum diameter. He's showing it almost like as a schematic, and it still looks like something you have sex with. Yeah. Like if the blueprint of your thing still looks like you fuck it, that's a thing you fuck. I think this guy just invented a thing he fucks yeah. and couldn't think of something else it did and was like, no, it's a vacuum cleaner. I think it's the opposite. I think he was in the process of fucking it, and his roommate walked in, and he was like, I'm vacuuming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then he just had to, like, no, I'm saying, like, he got caught fucking it. And was just like, no, 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 I'm, I'm vacuuming. And he's just been holding to this lie like Mary with the Immaculate Conception. But, so that guy was just like, so, like, I know you were vacuuming that day, but I noticed that, like, you're, you're vacuuming with the handle part on the floor. Uh, yes. He's like, well, the suction part seemed to be pressed against your, uh, I'm going to say loins. No, no, I was. I, uh, crumbs. It yeah. was crumbs. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah. That's good. As somebody who just ate a peanut butter and jelly in bed today. <laughs> I mean, where else are you eating a peanut butter and jelly? Um, yeah, I mean. Those guys both like fucking inanimate objects. That's that's that. Let's watch this fight video. Oh, okay. It's gonna take me a second to remember the name of everybody involved, but um How do you not have it queued up? Cause you didn't Because uh, I didn't know we were gonna start doing this till midway through the show. You told me you had a fight video in the beginning before we started recording. No, what? Oh, that fight video. Gotcha. I thought you meant the other one. Oh, a bare knuckle fight video. Right. Yeah, I went to go look that up. Oh, no. We'll do that next week. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, in that case, then. Uh, this was sent to me. I'm assuming this was uh, sent to me for BYM purposes uh, okay. from somebody on Twitter. But, I mean, come on now. This is this is a fight that is perfect for what we do here. Mm-hmm. So. Oh! <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Dog. 
Your man picked up the bar stool and just decked somebody who then got up and kept fighting. Holy shit. Put a link to this in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. It's those cheap bar stools with the little half seat on them. But still, they're just tossing bar stools. This is a fucking brawl. Holy fuck. My man has not spilled his drink. Dude is drinking lean, not leaning. Holy shit. <laughs> they turned the lights on and everyone was ugly. <laughs> Holy shit. They're still swinging. Yeah, this fight is still going. Like, it's clearly over. It's, there's half multiple the mini fights happening around the bar. That's the whole video? Yeah. That's fucking great. Just one minute of Holy pure fight. Holy shit. Yeah, start it again. Let's just. It seems like there was two fights happening that could, like, met up in the middle and then just kept that guy who swung the bar stool looked like he was like I feel like I should be doing something so he just did that yeah now somebody's wrestling the bar stool away from him and now beating his ass yeah oh shit yeah cause he ends up on the floor the camera's very shaky but you know it's not shaky the other hand holding that, that guy line. yeah the guy filming this is drinking some sort of drink oh my god Dude, his fucking ass is hanging out. The guy who was swinging the Yeah. Through. That's a weird way to start and then end the fight. Oof. That's a hell of a video that you brought to the show, Mike. I appreciate that. That yeah. made my night. You got it. Well, it's been a great episode. I had fun. Uh, we laughed a lot about not rape, but a man named raped. You know? A boy named Sue grew up to become a man named Rape. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Little girl
I tell you, I tell you. 